I she didn't know. You're telling me he broke up with you before he broke up with her? We had such he's such a good guy. That, so is, he, a, that is a pretty good guy and move. I, and and I was like I was like we might have to invite this guy to guys day, dude. Yeah, that guy's was, top of the list. I was like, dude, it's been fun. And then we dapped each other up. Quick hug. I haven't seen him since. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. I'm Julio, sitting here with old Francis himself. Franny Pants. Franny Pants. Mm-hmm. Um, Franny Panties. Looking good, dude. Oh, thanks, pal. Yeah, you're looking good over there. Got, we got our Hangobi merch on. Rocking the Hangobi swag. Because we love it. Yeah. More on that later. <laughs> um, dude, so I was saying on the last episode how I went to, how I went to the spa recently. After the spa. We were, t- we were talking about the sauna yep. material. Dude, so one of the, it was a Korean spa. It's called King Spa. Okay. It's in New Jersey. Um, there's, you drove out there? No. So there's two Korean spas in this area, Palisades Park, I think it's called. Ryan, is that true? Is that what it's called? Palisades Park? That's up by Levity Live? No, not not quite. But it's like, I think you, I, I'm, no, it's not. Yeah, Pal, it's not. No, it's not really near Levity Live. Okay. Um, But... uh. The there's two spas, Korean spas. One's called Sojo, and the other one's called King Spa. King Spa is sort of the more traditional Korean one, uh, and they have this sauna in there that they, they claim to be the hottest sauna in America. Oh my god! Um, one of the different saunas, um, and I sort of was like, okay, Mister Hottest Sauna in America, we'll see how hot you are. And it was actually shocking how fucking hot it was. Oh god! There were these blankets that everyone was bringing in, and I just assumed it was like to sit on the floor because the floor would be too hot. But in fact, it's because your skin starts burning. Like before you've tapped out sort of like mentally or whatever. So you cover your exposed skin with a, like a burlaps kind of like sack Ugh. as if you were doing a, what's the race called? Potato sack race. Yeah. One of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and bro, there were people fully wrapped in them too. Like, like they were one of those, uh, you know how they put beef in one of those leaves and they fold it up and then you eat it or like a like a an olive what are those things called yeah i know what you mean dolmatis yeah <laughs> like yeah something so dude and i was looking around and i was like yo this might be like what hell is like <laughs> oh, God. you constantly are feeling heat that feels like you can't handle it but you have to do it for all eternity jesus <laughs> all right so <laughs> let's pivot for one second Oh, so we took a, there was a shuttle bus. That's how we got there. Oh. That actually left a block away from my apartment. It was perfect. It's a shuttle bus for the Specifically spa? Specifically for the spa. And the timing lined up perfectly. Who'd you go with? I, so it was funny. There was a group of six that were supposed to be going. And when all was said and done, it ended up being two of us. The third showed up with like 30 minutes left. And then I felt bad because when he heard that we were leaving soon, he was surprised. But I was like, we had already agreed upon, upon a time. Yeah. And then when he said, actually, I'll be there at seven, I was like, well, that's still enough time for us to spend quality time together. And then he's like, he shows up at eight and we're leaving at like 845. And then I felt bad being like, oh, by the way, the shuttle bus is coming. But I shouldn't have had to share that extra detail if he had adhered to the original schedule. No, yeah. Shame on that guy. So I felt bad, but I think he was fine with it. Why, um, why do you do these things? And it was just me and Pavich. Um, Because, dude, I really love active relaxation. Yes, but taking a... 
tour bus or a out, bus. out of the city to this. Uh-huh. That is such an excursion. Yeah. I can the only thing I I mean I would do that for like six flags. Right, right. Or some sort of zoo that this is, had a This is a my cool... six flags or zoo. Okay. <laughs> okay. That you know, makes sense. Like like I love the spa. I love sweating and I love seeing the way that they arrange it. It's mm-hmm. No two places are the same, you know. Especially a place like that where it's like it's not designed for like you go and get a facial. It's like there are these different saunas. You know what I mean? A place like yeah. that where like the general admission thing is the show. I see. You go, you see all the different layouts. It's fun. You feel really good when you leave. You kind of feel like you get all the shit out of you. Yeah. And then you're a new man, you know? You mentioned hell. <laughs> if we end up there, mm-hmm. what can we do? So my thought was like, inevitably it must become more and more tolerable as you get used to it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Are you just constantly dying and then realizing that you can't die type of thing? Or is that really insane heat? Eventually you're going to get used to it. And when then the new guy comes and he's like, Oh, this is so hot. I can't believe it. And you're like, Oh, you'll get used to it. It's not so yeah. bad. It's not so bad. I think you're right. And then you get used to hell. It's like jail. Like if you, if you were to leave hell, you actually wouldn't like it because the world around you has changed so much. You'd prefer to actually go back to hell. Right. Where at least you get three. We're like Brooks. Full meals. Going around. back yeah. up. <laughs> trying to bag groceries. Oh, poor guy. People are mean to us. Back to back Shawshank references. Good yeah. for us. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, I think, I think your vision is probably true is that you be, it's the only reality you know. So you become inured mm-hmm. to it. But I also think that. What I would do is I would utilize my uh, my charm and my social skills to <laughs> ingratiate myself to, let's call them the devil wardens. <laughs> and, you know, I would be willing to do certain favors, sexual or otherwise, uh, to, buy, you know, get myself get out ahead. of... And maybe I buy myself a 10-minute cold shower one day mm-hmm. or <laughs> uh, an air conditioning unit. I don't, I don't know what it would be. They come to you for different goods that they can't access. Like you're the guy who has cigarettes and porn. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would rat on people. Oh, yeah. Uh, because the devil will love that. Oh, right. That's the thing. Is the value system completely opposite? Yeah, right. So, so it's, you're, like, you're revered for being deceitful and dishonest yeah 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 I don't, it's a good question I, i'd probably definitely rat on people because you're in hell so there's nothing left well, there's no reason to uphold your conscience anymore yeah. there's not there's yeah. nowhere to go but up yeah you're in hades locker right isn't that the bottom i think that you can go so in some tales about it, there are like different levels that are That's worse. Dante, right? Yeah. The seven levels of hell. Right. Dante's Inferno. I don't know what they are. I forget. It would have, yeah, I don't know where we would land. We might land in the most crust, you know, top tier because we haven't been that bad. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just hard to say what is what are the worst things, though. I think that way too, but maybe my value system doesn't align well, with that. Well, compare what you've done in your life that's bad to, you know, what Hitler did. Certainly, yeah, he 
But it's to your point is the value system reverse such that he is the perhaps he's a god down there. Right. We're just barely bad, so we're pawns who get whipped and right abused every day. I, this sucks. And hell, hell, thinking of hell sucks. This it, sucks too, dude. Well, sorry. If you have, keep going. If well, you have more it, hell stuff. It, I wondered about the concept of hell recently. And was it developed almost entirely as a fear tactic to discourage Christians or, you know, people from, from sweat, you know, leaving the path of God, from acting badly in general right was it all that hell yeah hell is like getting charcoal for adults right <laughs> right it's like us so is it is it simply just that it's just a construct to, it's the stick versus the carrot as a metaphorical uh sort of guidance mm-hmm. um and if that's the case it makes me not worry about it at all because then i just think it's complete bullshit mm-hmm and why are we even spending a second thinking about it? Right, just because, okay, and I think the only reason is because some people believe it so much that you just can't fully write it off because you're like, all right, all, like, I might be wrong. Nobody really knows anything about what happens. What do you think is more far-fetched, heaven or hell? Hell? Hell seems more far-fetched than heaven. Heaven, because if, if this God is such a forgiving guy... Why is there hell at all? Because we have to formally say we're sorry and confess, and therefore you've, you're absolved. I don't really understand fully. But one thing I will say, the prospect of being in heaven actually stresses me out, assuming that I'm some version of my current self. Because now they're like, oh, he's watching over us. That's so fucked up. I'm just watching over you be all sad about me. I'm going to feel more sad. I'm all alone. Like you all have all each other. And now I'm just here watching everybody in my life. I'm a little confused. Okay. So when you're, oh, you're wa- when you I'm are watching heaven, over the people on, I'm Earth. watching over my people or do you just become this force that no longer has these human emotions? So instead of feeling sorrow or sympathy or sadness that you can't be with them, you don't feel that way at all. You're now this omnipotent caretaker and, and you give guidance when you can, when the opportunity comes and you can sort of, shoot a sparrow out of your hand and the sparrow flies and at the exact moment you were born and your your brother knows you were there the whole time uh, you know what i mean uh-huh so like how does that all work you I, know? well I, my thought is that heaven is like the matrix where neo goes i need guns lots of guns and you just get and them. just walls and walls of guns just appear and you can sort of manifest whatever you want and it just appears because you've been granted eternal salvation and you, you know you're you're in good shape but if that's the case, then why would you spend two seconds watching your grandkids play in a sandbox? There's such better stuff to do in heaven. You could be like, uh, I want to play slot machines. I want to play blackjack that pays out, you know, <laughs> six to one. And there's, there's Isn't gambling like a sin, though? Are you not allowed to do shit like that? I don't, I don't know. Can man. you drink? Like... Yeah, exactly. That's my point. It's like there's, there's, such, there's such better stuff to do <laughs> than keeping a telescope pinned on, you know, your your old neighbors or something like that. Yeah, your old dude. pals. Yeah, I, I know. So you probably won't spend that much time doing that. But that's my whole point. Like, do you just not care anymore? Like, that would be great to just have that like switch where like you've achieved this new level of like 
wisdom and, and you're this new force now. You're just like a cloud and you you are there, but you're not feeling anything. Yeah, I don't know. We've been given such um, Hollywoodized vi- versions of it, right? Which is you're up there, you're dressed in all white. The angels gate you at the pearly gate, greet you at the pearly gates, walk in, you're, you're dancing around on a cloud. I'm thinking of this is the end. That's sort of my vision. Right, right. Um, there's always good, like, yeah, there's good comedic versions of that scenario. Like, there's some kind of bureaucratic issue and, like, you can't get in or something. Yeah. They, they're like, oh, your birthday's wrong on the form. Like, you're like, yeah. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, that's interesting you think that, I, I kind of agree that hell is probably more far-fetched than heaven. Just, you know, like, like we're all, people are just complicated, you know, and nobody's going to, the idea of going through your entire life without doing anything wrong at all seems pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And nobody's all good, you know? Right. Yeah, like the idea of good and bad to a degree is almost like, it's too, uh, it's, it's making, it's too oversimplifying it. Yeah. So then what happens? I don't, who knows, dude. What do you take a shot? It's so like morbid to think about. It's like you, what, like maybe nothing happens. That's what I think. That sucks. I don't want to believe that. Why not? Because it's so sad, dude. Like, I don't want to believe that I'm just never going to see my loved ones again or some shit. Like I'm willing to like believe in something irrational for the purpose of having it be easier to, you know, if for hope sake, you know, maybe there's some, hopefully it's something that I, I couldn't possibly comprehend and therefore something positive awaits, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. that might be. I don't necessarily buy into kind of a lot of the traditional stories that were given or whatever. Yeah. Uh, maybe just because of defiance, but I do, I'm open to the idea of something existing and happening. Mm-hmm. What about you? What about you? Um, yeah, I think it's nothing. Nothing at all. I think it's gone. The lights go out. And that's it. I think that's not so bad. I think it's fine, dude. It's worse for the people who survived. I'm doing everything I can to experience and live. I've started eating spicier foods. <laughs> I didn't eat spicy foods. Yeah, we got to get you to the ago. Korean spa, pal. You're not living though. You fucking. I don't need my <laughs> fucking face to be singed off for the sake of relaxation. It's good for you. I don't know. I don't know if I need that. But I think. I think. Yeah, I that's part of the reason why I think you you made me think this way. Having children is a an important thing for us to do. Can we talk about that a little bit, by the way? There's a theme, and maybe it's something that specifically you don't want to talk about, but the idea of uh people with new with new children who haven't had children before adapting to that lifestyle and giving positive or negative reviews and the fear that that might affect yeah that's that's all right so we talked about this over the over the weekend so i don't want to get no no it's fine i got it a very dear friend of mine had a kid uh we went out a bunch of us went out to dinner um for a birthday dinner and sierra was there i want to talk about that too by the way yeah the post dinner oh yeah you pulled yeah so it's a it was an awesome (laughs) dinner awesome restaurant i've told you about it ccamo and they have a like a private event space upstairs which is just insane it's awesome and a friend of mine rented this out for his birthday and he uh we we had an awesome dinner and one of my dear friends just had a kid and people were like how's it going and he was just describing sort of how difficult it's been you know the challenges of of 
the breastfeeding schedule and not sleeping much and all of this. And Sierra was sitting next to me and bristling a little bit or, or struggling with the fact that she thought that these harsh realities that he was sharing were uh, going to change the way that I felt about wanting to have kids. Mm-hmm. That that it was somehow permeating my mindset and making me say, oh God, that sounds too difficult. I'm not going to want to do that. Which, by the way, was exactly how I was feeling while the story was being told. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. Yeah. But what, you know, <laughs> but what, um, but what I, what Sierra's not taking into account there is that I have known a, a good amount of people who have had kids who get through those first couple of months and struggle with sleeping. You're waking up every hour and a half, whatever it is. And it, it's, it tends to sort of even out. The baby gets to a point where it's sleeping more through the night. You get through it. Uh, you do it together. And, and then, you know, you get to when they're three and they're four and they're five. And all of a sudden they're just hysterical. Right. Um, and it's, it's like, having a dog times a hundred right uh and you know i think i'm able to focus more on that and know that it's gonna suck know what i'm getting myself into in some idea i'm, I'm sure there will be lots that i didn't know about but um i'm taking a more macro view of the whole thing yeah. than just oh god I, those first two months are going to be so hard that i don't want to have children yeah I don't, yeah, same. No matter how bad anything, and granted, at, that bummed me out hearing all that. And then also, just because I've, the story was about people who just, I assumed, would have an easier time with it because they would have a little infrastructure and help. And I was like, oh, that must make it easy. And to hear that person give such a negative review gave me a lot of anxiety. Yeah. Then later in the evening, I was talking to another two people who have a, new, a newborn. Uh, and she was saying how she took a train ride uh, from Long Island to get into the city. Uh, and she said it was the best moment of her month. Because during that time, there was nothing that could go wrong. There, no baby was going to cry. She didn't have to do anything. And she said it was the most relaxing thing and the best thing that has happened to her in the last month. Because the kids weren't there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and she said it laughing, but she was dead serious. And both of those things in the same day made me pretty bummed out about my future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Because the clock's ticking, dude. The I guess I have just been around enough parents that are on kid number two or three who, you know, have been through that. And I, I suspect it's like getting into shape. You know, the first yeah, time after not ever having gone for a run in your life, you go out for a jog. It feels like hell. Right. But then if you kind of keep doing it and stick to it and read the books on jogging, blah, 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 jog with someone else, mm-hmm. it it becomes a little bit more manageable. Right. Right. Uh, is my hope. Yeah. You know, and my friend, my friend who sort of offered some of the harder realities of having a child w- was doing so i think in service of honoring his wife and recognizing that was sort of his culminating 
thesis was that women just have it. It's just so much harder for them than mm-hmm. men. No matter what we offer and what we can do, the fact that we can't breastfeed is just such a lopsided assignment of duty. It's here. It's painful. I think it's painful. It takes a long time. The pumping. You just some some women just can't even get that much milk mm. from pumping. What if you have so much milk? Can you just like squeeze it? Could I like squeeze it out? Is that stupid of me to ask? Like, can I be like, dude, watch this <laughs> and like whoosh. milk your wife? <laughs> yeah, like could I theoretically? I think you so. Can, yeah, you can like milk yourself so that you have and you put it in the fridge for later. I believe. Yeah, that's pumping. You pump, but you need a pump, a special pump for that. Is it like the same? It's like a penis pump. Well, it's the same sort of idea. It pumps it out. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Ryan, we're going to save these facts for the end. Facts with Ryan is coming. We know that is a major question mark that we just dropped. Uh, so don't worry. <laughs> the facts are coming. <laughs> Here, what, honey, let me just attach my penis pump to your breast and uh, let's get you. Let's get you back to normal size. Let's deflate you a little. <laughs> dude, yeah, you're like, you're like, dude, so how's it going? How's she doing with breastfeeding? You're like, dude, she's single-handedly like repopulating the shells with formula. Dude, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Well, shout out to all the women who are volunteering their own breast milk to help uh, sort of mitigate the formula shortage right now. Uh, I didn't I know, even know that that's happening. Yeah, a lot of women are doing that's that. Awesome. It's that's really awesome. what an honorable thing. Yeah, and apparently a lot of uh, like companies are contributing too. I saw like United was saying that they're flying in a bunch of formula from other places or something. Yeah, they're trying to probably do a little bit of a goodwill tour to make up for the fact they keep dragging people off their planes. <laughs> Fucking United. Baby, uh, hmm. uh, baby. Yep. Um, so, okay, sorry. Do you, you have more on that? No. Guys? If you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. Okay, so I want to I want to talk about uh, the takeout fiasco. This is a fun. What's the takeout? The take, the take home. Oh, yeah. All right, good. All right, so this is this has come shades of this have come up on Oops the podcast before, but we were at this birthday dinner, and amazing restaurant. You know, there's probably twenty to twenty six people at this big table, and they're bringing out food for everyone, and it's family style, and we're all passing it around, and they're putting a plate down for the four people, and then another plate down of it for the next four. And I'm looking around, and there are a lot of sort of dainty women, so I'm excited because I know they're not eating full shares, and those shares are going straight to me. Uh, (laughs) And you got to wait. You know, unfortunately, you can't preemptively eat that 
their share. Yeah, you can't. You have to wait until it gets cold and starts collecting mold before you say, well, clearly no one's eating that. And then you eat your fossilized, <laughs> friggin' petrified ricotta tart. Right, the the chicken, the, the sort of liquid that the chicken was in originally has turned into gelatin. Yeah, it's gelatin, it's gelatinous, <laughs> gelatinous. it's curdled. It's, it's you know. funny when, you, when you're doing that, when you're in the state of doing that, you can tell who else is also doing that, yeah. and you they kind of become your competition. <laughs> exactly and i kind of blew it because they had the the servers had placed the best thing on the menu is this uh this goat cheese onion caramelized onion tart they make as an appetizer mm. and it's incredible and they had put one at the very end of the table um but the last two seats at the end of that table were empty and then there was a couple that mm. was uh sitting in from that and they had eaten half the tart oh nice and i'm i'm i'm, I'm surveying i'm i'm doing a, a an, an eagle's uh-huh. you know pass with my eyes along the <laughs> table okay where are the largest chunks of tart remaining uh such that i can descend upon them right and enough time had elapsed so I actually got up out of my seat and I walked all the way to the end of the table and I figured, okay, well, they ate half of the tart. Everyone who was in the middle didn't even get a quarter of the tart. Mm-hmm. So each of them have had a quarter. Uh, and because they're not competing with another couple, they're not sharing with the couple because they're not there. And so I figured, oh, that's probably, they're not going to eat the rest of that. So I, I went up to them and, and just politely said, hey, uh, are you guys going to, have any more of that and they said yes oh man and i looked like an asshole for having stood up out of my seat to to go try to re did you consider addressing the fact that this was in fact like neutral no (laughs) no i couldn't argue with them they had claimed yeah but but that meant that they were and, and of course you know sure enough 20 minutes later, I checked, and they didn't touch it. Oh, my God. Brutal. Yeah, and it just made me hate them. They're an invasive species, too. They have no natural predators in that situation. Like, that tart is just completely there. Just hoarding. They're hoarding. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, um, that was too bad. But then, from there, (laughs) you know, people kept drinking, and, and then, as they brought out more and more food, and the entrees and the pastas, less and less from each plate was consumed. Because people got more and more full, and people had gorged on the earlier courses, so I'm I'm really getting excited now because well. there's so much food left over, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, my God, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat for a week <laughs> on these leftovers, and as we the conversation just turns into or the the whole evening just turns into conversations, people aren't eating anymore, lots of food left out. The one of the waitresses comes by. And says, can I take your plate? And I say, sure. And uh, could you wrap up some things to go? Now, you have to be specific. When there's a family-style dinner party, what you mean by some things. Mm-hmm. And she said, okay, sure. Would you, would you want some of the salmon, the pasta? And I said, whatever plates have the largest amount of food left untouched put that 
into boxes. So that was clever of you also to ask them to do it so that you're not the one using the family serving spoon to load up your own. Yeah. And then, okay, that one's done and begin another one. This way you don't have to. Right. That was smart. But unfortunately, um, poor Sierra did actually get a little embarrassed. She noticed you doing it? Well, she said, you know, I think it's one thing to say, like, could I have a little extra of that salmon to take home? It was delicious. Or could I have a little of that pasta? Instead of just like, whatever's left, give me as much of that as you can without raising suspicion. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And the woman was instantly on my side, which was which was nice. And But she did make a mistake, which was that she created, you know, this beautiful tower of takeout boxes and then put them in a big bag, a big paper bag, and then brought that to me at the table. No. It's like, lady, meet me in the coat no. room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> meet Dude, me in the bathroom. What I literally would have said to her, I would have been like, can you leave it behind the... Uh, the hostess thing sure. and I, i'm going to leave the restaurant but i'll be back in exactly 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll do it a little <laughs> but you don't want you don't want them to know that you're doing don't, something weird don't bring it to me at the table uh because That's then it then it all 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 it all points back to me how many people were still there the whole party <laughs> the whole party uh... and i was already on thin ice because i had walked in with my uh hydro flask uh, <laughs> to a restaurant dinner party <laughs> my own water bottle i brought and you were yelled at for that i believe she, i just walked in and everyone i walked in i'm holding it loose in my hand and i instantly were giving hugs and shaking hands and sierra's like go put that somewhere <laughs> and then i'm thinking oh god i've lost a hundred of these where could i possibly put it that i won't forget it my God, the odds of me leaving this one behind is just going to be another fatality <laughs> in the long line of forgotten hydro flasks. But I, so I put it behind. <laughs> I put it behind one of the curtains, mm -hmm. um, and then I wrote an alert in my phone to remember to get it. To remember it. But then once this woman gave me the big, very heavy doggy bag of food, I actually got up and put it next to my hydro flask. And so you're not going to forget the because I had put those two things together. Now I'm not forgetting both. Very clever. Now I've got now I've got items. Yes, I have I have a, a stop on the way home. I have a, an errand to run. Very very good. And so I made it. I went home. And by the way, you know, long Uber home. Still had half of my bottle of water, and uh, I'm sipping it happily. You know, because we've been drinking a lot. That's how you mitigate hangovers. Mm -hmm. And uh, no, I did not dip into the food. I was pretty full. But we've eaten the food. Good. We've eaten all the food, and uh, I'm I'm really happy I did. It was delicious. I'm glad you did too. Um, yeah, dude. It's leftovers like that. It can be frustrating because sometimes you know that the people at this party are not going to be the type of people who are like, you should just take some. Does anybody want to take some of this? There's so much. Totally. And if you know that's not happening, just watching all that not go to anybody especially not to you it's brutal it's brutal and wasteful and uh i i you know i will eat it yeah i will happily eat it dude and when i used to live uptown like a lot of that time i kind of like didn't have that much money and people in the house would order stuff in and then they'd i'd watch them put it in the fridge and i'd know that they were never gonna touch it never 
And like three or four days would go by and it would still be in there and it would just break my heart. Sucks. I was like, I wanted that so bad yeah. and it's going in the garbage now. It is. The avocado is black. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually sometimes take a peek. I'd be like, just to see. I'd be like, that is sad. What happened there? Oh, God. They just didn't even think because they're in their mind. They're like, oh, well, if, if Julio wanted something, he would just order it. They don't understand. Yeah, they're also they're also lying to themselves and saying we'll eat it tomorrow, yeah. and they're yes. not. Watch, nobody yeah. nobody eats avocado the next day, dude. I, yeah, I Except watch for me. I, I do many avocados blacken and spicy scallop hand rolls curdle. Ooh, and it's people just, are putting sushi back in the fridge. Just put it in there, you know. Maybe eat it later. Yeah, it doesn't happen. Animals, dude. Brutal, Julio. <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about my body. Yeah, what's going on, dude? Well, it's just it's just looking better and better in these rule of threads shirts, dude. I know, and and I'm starting to wonder: Do I even need to work out anymore, or do I just need to get more of these shirts? <laughs> Can I just give up on fitness altogether and not worry about what I'm eating and just wear these shirts all the time and look like a <laughs> god, dude? It's really really solid stuff. So the Henleys and the Curve shirts are some of the best sellers. They have classic shirts. They have polos, which, by the way, amazing for if you're a golfer. Yep. Uh, you can also just wear it for any occasion. Really solid. Crewnecks, V-necks, they got it all. And they've been adding more colors and styles. And I know that they're going to be adding some more items uh, coming up in the future as well. Super psyched for all of that. But dude, Rule of Threads is where it's at. I really enjoy it. I don't know about you, but mm. uh, it's. I think it's the type of thing too where like it's really good as a gift. I think if you're a girl and you can't think of what to get your guy, like clean premium menswear basics. That is the perfect thing that you can get for your guy. Yeah, ladies, get it for them. Men, get it for your guys. <laughs> get it for your bros. Get it for yourself. Get it for your guys. Yeah, it's really good stuff. And you can go to ruleofthreads.com right now. And when you're checking out, use promo code OOPS and you'll get 15% off of your order. When you go to ruleofthreads.com, use promo code OOPS. Just go be the sexy man that you're, de that you're destined to be. Mm -hmm. um, so, but here's my question, right? You know, <laughs> I said to her, and by the way, Sierra does accept me for who I am. And I think she does find entertainment in this. And uh, <laughs> I think there is, a, there, there is a wonderful part of her that just says, yeah, this is it. But she did say, like, go, go put that somewhere <laughs> out of the eyesight of this wonderful party. And my answer was, you know what you signed up for. You know, I have never once hidden from the day that we met that I am the guy who wants to clean the plates from the dinner party, put them in a trough, a pig trough <laughs> to take home and eat them with no discerning idea of what is what. Uh, this is what you signed up for. You need to accept me for all my for all my colors and discolorations. Uh, am I right, or do I need to meet her in the middle somewhere? You know, you me it depends. Like, you, it seems as if you guys are somewhat meeting in the middle to a degree. With the flask, you hid the flask. Yeah. But I was worried about it. And I worried about it all dinner. Which is why you met in the middle. You didn't want to have to put the flask away. I was thinking about that flask. I was thinking, don't forget the flask. Yeah, but well, you didn't really need the flask. I mean, clearly there's people bringing water around. Thinking, you're not you're not thinking about the time when you need the flask, which is the the ride to the dinner and the ride home from the dinner. I know, but like, why not just get all the water at the dinner? Because the t it took 
it was a 30 minute Uber to the dinner and a 30 minute Uber home. And that's so much time where I want water. That's an hour of my life when I'm thirsty. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I, I hear also, you, but I you, can't, could have, you could have left the flask. I here. can't trust that the staff will be on top of my hydrating needs throughout the meal. That is true. They tend to bring these sort of like pathetic 24-ounce glass bottles that like barely fill up one glass. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that is true. Um, and also, you know, it was an open bar type dinner, and they're focused so much more on serving people alcohol so for me to go up to the bartender with my glass and say, can you fill up my water? So was it that kind of setup, though? There was like a bar? Like it was. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. It was awesome, man. That's cool. That's a fun It was idea. a great dinner. We had a blast. That was Friday. Then Saturday we woke up and Sierra bullied me into joining her at this thing called Solid Core. Oh, God. Ugh. The hardest sort of like Pilates offshoot that exists. It was ridiculous, man. It's super hard. I was hungover, but not as hungover as I would have been if I hadn't brought my hydro flask. <laughs> and I uh, woke up a little groggy, a little sleepy, and she was messing with me. And she was like, oh, looks like looks like I can use a guest pass today. <laughs> oh, and if I sign you up, oh, no, we're within the window where they won't refund it if <laughs> if I cancel it. Oops. Oops, I've signed you up in a spot next to me. Oh, my God. And I got out of bed. I rallied and I went. And it was really hard. Had you agreed to go the night before? No. Oh, damn. Good for you, dude. Well, is it walking distance from here? Yes. Nice. It's super fucking hard. It was really tough. It's all stuff that you don't even think about doing with your body. Yeah, dude. I, I, gotta th I sometimes think when I'm doing something like that, I'm like, oh, this is like how you keep your body balanced yeah you know you like work things that like you you don't I feel like you know? if you did that every day you would just you know you could get pushed you no one could push you over right right you you'd just never you'd never stumble you'd be a fucking rock yeah Sick. i don't even know i don't know what it would do but it, it'd make you very sturdy that's for sure yeah um yeah. dude Love me some bird dogs. Bird dogs. Bird diggity dogs. Wearing them right now, rocking these bad boys. I'm going to wear them on the plane. Yep. Good pair of shorts, good pair of pants. They have these khaki shorts that are actually really comfortable and are still feel like athletic shorts, but look a little dressier, uh, which you can also wear on an airplane because normally you might think, boy, if I wear shorts on an airplane, uh, I, might not as get, I might not get as uh, good service from the flight attendants. <laughs> but if you're wearing the khaki shorts from bird dogs you will indeed get will that get premier service, service. yeah, yeah it's, it, and i i feel like that's an important point to hammer home is that mm. the bird dog khaki is a completely passable khaki pant mm -hmm. that has the famous uh you know Built underwear, in lining. underwear liner and all that exactly moves with you super super comfortable flexible durable Looks good. Jump in a pool with it on, oh, yeah. uh, or you know, go play some golf. Whatever you want. Absolutely. Uh, it's the it's the short and the pant of summer. We promise you. Go to birddogs.com. Use promo code banana. You'll get a portable drinking cup that will uh, keep your beverages cold or hot <laughs> as you please. Uh, that's birddogs.com. Promo code banana. Promo code banana. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get in there. Yeah. Okay, so dude, I have we have a good email here that I think is uh, excellent. 
good discussion. Hit me with if that you want to shit. Do that, we should do it. Shit off, shit it out on um, me. So this is this one's called Bachelor Party. To the boys, I hope this message finds you both well. I have a question regarding bachelor parties, which I suspect Francis might particularly resonate with, as it likely will be an opportunity to reminisce on times in Jackson Hole. Shout out to Jackson Hole. So my older brother had his bachelor party in Vegas this past weekend. It was a good time, though it was quite lavish. We had a big group dinners at fancy restaurants, and we got tables both at a nightclub and a day club. In total, the expenses were for one fancy dinner, two VIP club experiences. It was all fun and games until 70% of the group found out we contracted COVID in the subsequent days. But as is the nature of Vegas. Going into the weekend, there were details around how much the hotel rooms would cost. Beyond that, I estimated in my mind that the weekend would cost me around 1500 bucks. Note, there were not any details setting expectations around how much one should expect to pay all in. Yeah. I awoke to a Venmo request from my brother yesterday for $3,700. Oh, God. $3,700. He, he repeated that. Just uh, For context, I don't want you to think I was saying $3,700. For context, I'm in business school, don't have a steady income stream because I'm a full-time graduate student, and I've never been to a bachelor party before. Am I a fucking idiot slash should I have anticipated a bachelor party costing so much, or is it kind of fucked up that expectations weren't set ahead of time? What's the protocol for communicating bachelor party costs? I know that. Um, okay. So remind me, it's, is his brother the one who's getting married? Yes. So his brother's the one that's getting married. Yes. And then one more time, give me the rundown of things that they had to pay for. So it sounded like a big fancy dinner, a couple like big bottle service table situations, the rooms, whatever. And it was two nights in Vegas? It's unclear if it was two or three, but it's it's looking like maybe two. All right. Um, okay. So, I mean, the first thing is, unfortunately, he's the brother, right? Yeah. And the brother is the one who determined the splits. It sounds to me as though the brother might have given him a higher really? share. Yeah. What do, that seems like you think every guy on that bachelor party had to pay thirty seven hundred dollars? Maybe. How many people were on it? Did it say? No. Okay. Say eight. Eight guys. I mean, it does. It does affect it. I. I. I mean, look. Anytime you go do bottle service at a nightclub, you are just opening yourself up to astronomical uh, charges. Yeah, and especially if you're not sort of the one at the helm, because there's always one guy sitting there who does all the ordering. And you got to hit the minimum. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, and blah, then blah, you blah. see the train of, you know, someone who's being held up on a surfboard with yeah. a fucking flotation <laughs> device, and everyone's wearing red bathing suits, carrying out yeah. bottles of Dom Perignon sparklers, and there's dynamite. And you're like, I love <laughs> like, surfing. Fuck? I love it. I want that. And then you you get sucked in, and you order yeah, that. I'm cool. Yeah. And then the sparkler goes out, and you're like, that costs so much. Yeah. Money. The champagne train is the one that crushes you. The only way to even have a fighting chance when you're at a nightclub of keeping of of winning against the nightclub is to order the big like the big bottles of the cheap vodka, the cheapest vodka they have. Just keep ordering Snedka. that all we'll take night. The Snedka. Yeah, just keep ordering that all night. You can order beers. You can get the get you know tons of Coronas or whatever. Uh, Bud Light's fine. 
You will get to your minimum doing it if you have enough people. Stay away from the champagne. Don't do like a Don Julio 1942. And make sure that the person who's ordering is has their wits about them. Yes, that is clutch. You need That's to appoint a designated orderer, like a designated driver, who is going to be looking at the menu each time they order. Not just telling them, hey, can we get some you know, like yeah. you, they need to know the prices. They need to know where they're at in their minimum. Yeah. And once you hit it, shut down shop and stick. Or if you have to just order beers from that point forward. Yeah. Uh, well, side, dude, side note. So this is this reminds me of a couple of funny things. You're very right. Like the person in charge, uh, you want to believe in them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because sometimes there's things that can go wrong. I've found the best way to avoid having to overpay for a table is to put cash down. Because whoever is whoever is estimating how much everyone owes is underestimating. So the people who throw the cards down end up getting fucked. You end up paying way more, I've always found. You're paying cash for bottle service? No, like, like, no, but say that there's a bunch of you there and you're like, everybody owes this much. If you have cash, because you don't want to put down oh. and say even like, okay, Venmo, whatever. I guess you could go that route as well. But like if a few people are putting down their cards... Maybe you like it's ideal for somebody to have cash. Mm-hmm. You always win when you do that. I found. Yeah, but um, I I don't know. I mean, I, I'm at a point where if I if I went to a dinner with six friends and everyone put their credit cards out and I put cash down, it's different. They'd be annoyed. It's it, but it's different. Wait, but why? Why would they be annoyed? Because easier. Nobody really wants cash anymore. Yeah, but you're okay. Fine. Maybe you're not giving somebody cash, but you're contributing the cash to the bill, or whatever. But would they mm. be annoyed if someone just gave me cash? I'd be like, all right, whatever. That would annoy you. It wouldn't necessarily annoy me, but I know that my friends, people, don't want cash. Oh, as inflation rises, it's like it becomes less valuable each day. Fine, but if it's like five hundred bucks, it's not going to matter. They're not like you're not going to feel that the pinch. No, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. One time I went, we did like a bottle service thing and there was one, sometimes I've noticed this to be a thing also, there'll be one guy who's like the subsidizer. He's like, I'll pay for half of this and everybody else put in 200 bucks each or something. That's nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that guy was there. One of our friends was just like super hammered and I don't know why he decided to do this. The bottle waitress came over and he like wanted to be cool. So he did like a stolen valor situation and he just ordered like a magnum bottle of rose without asking anybody, including the dispatcher. And it was like the wrong thing to buy. And it was also like put us, it, it, it fucked up the dynamic of how we were going to order. And it was just like the craziest thing any of us had ever seen. And the guy who did it tried to be defensive. He's like, can you believe he's so mad? We're like, dude, yeah. Why would you ever do that? It was like the guy with the gun in the backpack. I'll show you my gun, dude. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. He ordered the big bottle of, of rosé and then he didn't, he expected that to go into the general pool. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous, it's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. That's nuts. Do. Nuts. It's not a buffet. Fuck yeah, dude. What are you doing? Yeah. Like trying to look cool for the chicks. Like you're not the one paying no. and you're just it's savage. It's and then stupid. the other, by the way, I have one more thing. That's crazy. <laughs> good, good but one it. other way to really help keep costs down at your table, especially if you're in Vegas, a lot of guys will have their big nightclub table. And then the, if you know, you're the bouncer or whatever person is assigned to sort of your table will ask you if you want 
chicks to come That's join crazy. at the table because there are just like various pockets of women that are floating mm-hmm. around, and then like they'll they'll be like, "Yo, we'll, then they'll, you can have a guy who will go out and like be like, "Yo, these come hang out with these guys," and then those girls will come file into your table, and now they're drinking your booze, mm-hmm. and they'll sit on the top of the booth on the back booth and now they're balling out and they're with you and they're in the mix but don't do that don't have don't hang out with women at the nightclub <laughs> because then you're the only ones drinking your booze and you're getting its proper value instead of having to uh pour drinks because inevitably on that bachelor party like I would imagine probably half the dudes are you know married or in a relationship and then maybe a couple guys are single and it's going to be the single guys mm. who are the ones that are just piping in the ladies and then giving them stiff pours and, oh, yeah, da, da, da. and and they're the ones that should be paying for that. They have they're sponsoring additional adults for <laughs> your party. You're not going to even talk to these women or if you do, it'll be like, oh, where are you from? Great. I'm married. Getting married. When? Da, da, da. Nonsense. And uh, that's that is a very major way to uh, to keep costs down. Is do not do not interact with women. Do not talk to women. Uh, just drink yourselves, talk, and then leave and go to bed. <laughs> Cheap and efficient. It's the right way to have a good night. Um, yeah, I mean anything to avoid having to add stuff on top of the minimum. No chicks allowed at all costs. Yeah. Okay, so we did. I realized we didn't answer this guy's question at all, <laughs> but in the spirit. But I'm glad that this sparked so much discussion. But uh, so this is what I think, though. It's your brother, dude. Like you can ask him before how much is this going to be, and then he'll tell you. And then if it's wrong, you have a much bigger leg to stand on. Yeah, in that debate, and you're in business school, like you said, you don't have any money. If you're like, how much you think it's going to cost? And he's like, X, Y, Z. And you're like, you're my brother. You can feel comfortable being like, I can contribute this much. Or I'll sit out because I can't afford that. I can't afford it. Uh, And also kind of shame on your brother for tagging you with such a colossal bill as he knows your financial situation. Pretty savage. But something tells me he probably saddled him with more than what the rest of the group paid. I don't know. But but that, that completely contradicts the first part of that, though. If he knows his financial situation, why would he make the brother with no money pay more? Because I'm, I'm guessing the brother might be the best man, or oh, okay. he just feels like you know because we should you're cover the brother, more you should this. pay more. Yeah. you're saying. Um, um, that is expensive for a, a Vegas weekend. I don't know. It just depends on what they did at the nightclub. That's where it can really get up there. So okay, but let's assume that the dollar amount is accurate. You know what I mean? Uh, now, knowing that, and like you said, some of these huge nightclubs, like if you get a huge table and maybe there's not that many of them, the minimums are high, it ends up being expensive, like whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? But you really, the only way to get ahead of that, and I've been in situations where I'm hanging out with people who are like big spenders and like, I know I can't hang and I just set the expectation beforehand. Mm-hmm. And Smart. That's, that's just what you have to do. Right. Um, and I think, and he said, what are the protocol for communicating bachelor party costs? I think it's up to you to... Be like, this is what I can contribute. Mm-hmm. I'm there. You're my brother, but like, I just want you to know this. Like, do you think that my budget re- is realistic? Right. And then your brother would be like, yeah. 
we'll work with it. And then when he pegs you for the Venmo request, you've had that conversation already. Mm. And then you're good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, I just don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a good point. Vegas hotel rooms are super expensive right now, too. Really? Insane. Insane. Hotels everywhere are just nuts. Crazy. Yeah. Vegas is interesting because it's like one of the few places where you can get like the rooms are just so fucking big a lot of the time. And like if you get there at the right time, whatever, like you can get a really good deal just because there's so many rooms. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I will never go to Vegas again except for work. Really? I'm never going there again for pleasure. Dude, I love it. It's a good time. I really hope that no one I really care about has a bachelor party there. Could happen. Could Don't easily you, happen. You're not having a bachelor doing party. It. I'm not having a bachelor party. Yeah. I'm not having a bachelor party. Um, but so don't worry. Okay. Good. <laughs> dude, I had a real mean cup of joe this morning, man. Oh yeah? Oh yeah. How'd you make it? Dude, well, I don't know, because Hillary made it for me. And there's no- <laughs> there's nothing nicer than waking up and be like, is that is that oh yeah that is that brooklyn roasting company those are oops beans are those oops beans delicious is she she doing the thing that i love the most that she does dude with the perfect amount of oat milk sprinkled in sometimes we will actually make some in advance then put it in the fridge now that it's the summer months so that we have a little bit of iced coffee yeah uh so you don't have to like making shotgun iced coffee doesn't really work that well at all because you water it down and like it's nice to just have that cold coffee in a jar you should get one of those cold brew makers uh that you can make your cold brew overnight and then and then it's actually the proper it's super you know uh got a lot of caffeine in it but it's like the nice taste it's really smooth and i will say that the oops beans lend themselves very well to making a delicious cup of cold brew i believe that the cold brew version of the oops beans is perhaps uh its finest form dude i mean they make some of the most incredible uh flavors i can't even say half of these things i mean like the banco gotiti mm-hmm. <laughs> the cochere the nuracurati like with names like that how can you not yeah like the, the Quintamani. The Pro de Coupe. Yeah. Tolima. Try them all. They've got different flavor profiles. You can check out their website, brooklynroasting.com, to see all kinds of different uh, amazing coffee blends that you might want to try. But give ours a shot. I promise yeah. you, we, we, we stand by it. In fact, we would stand in front of it if it were threatened. Um, <laughs> and we would say, don't you threaten our friend Oops Beans. Uh, <laughs> He's that's, a good we guy. Would, we would lay down our lives for it. So uh, Oops Beans is the promo code. BrooklynRoasting.com is the website. Check out the Oops Blend and uh, enjoy some coffee. Yeah, use uh, promo code OopsBeans for 5% off your order. Uh, BrooklynRoasting.com, promo code OopsBeans. Uh, get yourself some coffee. Um, dude, so this, this happened to me uh, over the weekend and it wasn't an ideal scenario. Mm. So I just want to hear what you have to say. So Hillary, we uh, so a bunch of her like friends from school were in town or whatever. There was this big sort of like... That for the graduation party thing I was telling you about. So there was this big party and it's like a bunch of people she knows. And it's a lot of like friends who I've never met who are like good friends. And she's like, oh, you're going to love this one person. Like da da da. And he comes up to me and we're talking and immediately he's like, dude, he's like, love your stuff. Like one of my buddies over there was saying like, he's going to come up to you and, and make you and ask you to make him laugh. <laughs> and I was like, and I, I tried to say this as lightheartedly as possible but i was like that's literally like the top three the top three worst icebreakers you could make Uh and then he like didn't chuckle 
he just like felt embarrassed. Oh. And then I felt secondhand embarrassment for him. So then I had to be like, but dude, you didn't say it. Your friend did. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so now, like we're just yeah. off on the completely wrong foot. Yeah. Which is so stressful. Mm-hmm. And even though like, you know, and then I like made it my mission to try to like become best friends with this guy for the rest of the day. <laughs> yep. And it ended up working. Been there. Yeah. But it's a shitty. It sucks. It yeah. sucks to like, because you can kind of, well, you still have the separation then you can still play it cool, but once you like get into a situation like that, now you have to go into damage control. Right. What? Let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Why do comedians hate it when people come up and say, "Make me laugh"? So, because you're just being put on the spot to do something that makes you uncomfortable. Like, I have no problem with almost all of the misconceptions or faux pas questions, or how could they possibly know? You know what I mean? They couldn't know. So what's it like being a comedian? That's a fine question. Yeah. You don't know. And it's, I, thank you for caring enough about what I Where do. Where do you get your material from? Yeah. What's your shtick? What about, dude? I get that a yep, lot. Even this one. I don't have a shtick. <laughs> dude. I don't even know what a shtick is. <laughs> do they make them in Budapest? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'd like a fish shtick. That's good. In Budapest? <laughs> okay. Keep going. No, but, uh. But yeah, I, I even don't mind this question. Oh, dude, you, I, this is hilarious. And you can use this if you want. Yeah. I, that one doesn't even bother me. No, no. None of these bother me except for the, you now need to do something. Perform now. Please make me laugh. Right. I all like. Is it because, is, is this part of it? Is it because it's our job and we don't work for free? No. Like, like no, that, maybe, but that's not the primary thing. Is it because. If you found out that someone was uh, in finance, you wouldn't start asking them for banking advice? I would, actually. Start asking for banking Let's advice. Let's change it to <laughs> if you found out that someone was uh, in the military, you wouldn't ask them to go kill someone nearby? <laughs> sure, sure. That's yeah. that's, that's, that you don't fun. put someone on the spot to showcase what they do for a living you're in a social situation that is away from work these are non-working hours so but this is the other thing what they're asking you to do isn't your work that's the problem i think if i was an artist and they're like let me see some of your art i'd show them they wouldn't be like paint me a picture but they that's it they'd ask to see it and i go oh here it is and here's my instagram check them out thanks The, the easiest way for me to understand it is if you found out that someone was an opera singer and you were at a loud bar with them and you you said sing me a song it's not it's not the same thing at all yeah they they need to do a vocal warm up they need to have an orchestra they need to have a an acoustically built s- stage and place and a loud bar is not the place or the time They've had drinks, they, you know, all of this for them to do what they do for a living. Correct. It's not, yeah, exactly. And me making you laugh is different than me doing stand up for an audience. Yeah, that's you know? true too. Like, like, also, in, in addition to what you said. And like, also, it's like uncomfortable. Like, what, what, like, this is not a thing, you know? And it's hard to explain that. It is. So I'll be like, sometimes I'll usually just be like, you got to come to a show sometime. Yeah. I'll just say that. It would be funny to just tickle them. <laughs> gotcha <laughs> sometimes i'll just be sometimes i'll actually just do something silly i'll just go 
<laughs> but this time I thought for some reason that this being the guy who was, who I was destined to hit it off with by being like, that was a terrible thing to say. He would like get it and we would chuckle, but he just like didn't. And then it just required some, some, uh, smoothening out, but we some ended up finessing. hitting it off. Nice. Uh, but dude, it's good yeah. to meet a, a new guy. It's good to meet a new guy. I like meeting new guys. Yeah, guys, if you're looking to chill out this summer, we definitely recommend checking out some of Dadgrass's products. It's amazing. Oh, I love the. I'm loving the Dadgrass. Dude, the pre-rolls are amazing. Smokable hemp. It's literally just like smoking a J, but without having to feel all crazy, exactly, <laughs> in yeah. my opinion. Getting super zonked out. I really love the CBD also. Or mm-hmm. sorry, the CBD uh, tincture. Yeah. Like just drop a couple under the tongue. Yeah. But for, nice for those of us who like the actual habit of, uh, of smoking a J... The the J's they have the pre rolled uh, CBD J's are are super nice and tight and and well rolled and stuff so yeah super cool uh, and they also have mom grass like all they have all sorts of different really cool products including this special blend George Harrison Dad Grass five pack Dad Grass oh. has actually teamed up with the George Harrison estate yeah. to kind of pay tribute to the man and the vibe uh, as it says here a classic toke meets a classic bloke mm. with these signature George Harrison Dad Grass smokes. Uh, crafted from a special blend of organic CBD and CBG hemp, hemp flower, a perfect harmony for your smile and your heart. Nothing run of the mill, no cockamamie business, just our no extra texture and absolutely no wah-wahs, just 100% hallelujah to plug you in and turn you on. Super cool. Yeah, and all Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 21 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. So right now, go to dadgrass.com uh, slash oops, where Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off of your first order. When you go to dadgrass.com slash oops for 20% off your order, that's dadgrass.com slash oops. So it is nice. Um, have you met a lot of new guys lately? Uh, I've met a few. I no, haven't met many. I haven't met many. Some. I've met a few, yeah. I can't even think. So um, like f- comedians or non-comedians? No, just, just guys. Yeah, non-comedian any, guys. Any guys. It's a guy that you want to see again. I've been enjoying hanging out with Ping Pong Brian. Have you? He's my new pal. Yeah, you've got some stuff going there. We're pals. You guys are building something there. We hang out. We talk about tennis. Yeah, but here's the question. Would you guys have as much as you do if not for Ping Pong? No, but it's okay that that was sort of like the uh, thing that ignited. It was Uh the spark. Will you hang out with him away from Ping Pong? Probably at some point. How long? Until that happens. Yeah. It's kind of unclear. I know that he's like doing, he lives in like here and texas i think he's here though now for a while um but i'm kind of like bouncing around a lot this summer so i don't know hopefully you know what's the next thing that you guys will do together probably some form of racket sport ping pong or or pickleball okay so you're just you're just you're staying in that you're staying in that realm maybe tennis not not necessarily but just like you know would you go out to dinner one-on-one okay so here's here's what we may do he is like in, I think, some kind of finance world thing. Um, and Timbo, our friend who we were trying to get equity in his company, he's coming to town. Also, a ping pong player. We're gonna, I'm gonna connect to them all. Ah. And then they'll make, they'll be friends. Make I think. A little man soup. They'll get along. Man soup. Yeah. You know, chunky guy soup. <laughs> not drink to it be. If you can. Not to be drank directly out of the bowl. Yeah. Spoon half of it, then drink it. <laughs> um, so I look forward to that for them, hopefully. Um, and yeah, he's cool, you know. And we take it slow, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. I'm sure we'll hang more. Hopefully, you know. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool that you've got new guys. I, I, 
I don't know. I don't know if I have new guys. I, I Some of the guys that I thought were going to be new guys ended up not being as into me as I was into them. Really? I think... Is there a thing where you're afraid to to push too hard to be to become a thing and because you're both doing that you never end up being anything because you're too afraid of taking the big step forward and being rejected um i wouldn't really know because you know unfortunately when i lose a new guy they don't tell me why (laughs) i lost them you've lost guys yeah one time i lost a guy because he was dating uh, a friend of sierra's and then the two of them broke up and i wasn't I wasn't really allowed to talk to him anymore. Yeah, you, that's unfortunately. It's not that I was told not to talk to him anymore. It just, it just felt like I had to. I had to lose a guy. It was more trouble than that. I've but lost I girls like that. I didn't want to lose a guy. I didn't want to lose him. Well, let me ask you I this: think about him. Think about him a you lot. Think about him. Yeah. Hey, man. To all the ones we've lost out there. Yeah. To all the guys. So, dude, but also girls. You can lose girls in that way. And like, there have been times where friends have broken up with longtime girlfriends, and like, I may not even have thought. Like, I may have agreed with the girl's decision, but you still lose her, effectively. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind losing girls. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I've got, I've got plenty of girls. Yeah, yeah. But I need, guy, I need more guys. You need guys. I don't have enough guys anymore. Because my whole life, I had a lot of guys. <laughs> you play on sports teams. That's like 12 to 15 guys right guys. there. You are in school. Lots of guys. You, is your club that you were in an all men's club? My social club at yeah. Harvard? And you knew songs together? That's correct. It was and all you, male. And you have a pint where a yeah. little bit of the beer's falling off the sides as yep. you. Yep. Da, all guys. Da, 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 da. All guys. All guys. drinking in the pool. By the pool. And hanging out with guys and other dudes that you think cool. Um. No, I, I th- that was all guys. And now and now my my life has become so co-ed. It's it's been co-edified. Yeah. You, you know. You guys have a lot of coupleage. It's so coupleage. It's so it's so and then that's great, but that's why I say like I have plenty of girls. Being with Sierra has given me lots of awesome awesome girls. And I love the girls in my life, but there are not a whole lot of guys that I just have as guys. Do you have any like much younger guy friends? That's a good point. I could go younger. You could get some younger pals. I haven't really thought about that. Just wondering. It'd be cool to to like hang out with some young some young. But I guys. wonder if you even. I wonder though if you 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 potentially strike me as the type of guy who might not like that that much. You think? Just because like you now are older and you know stuff that they don't yet know, and it might be hard for you to meet in the middle with people who just don't know what you know yet, and then you feel like you're in this kind of fatherly role with them, and that's un- unpleasant. It's a good point. <laughs> I. I I don't know if I like feeling like the old man. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like being the old guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, can, we're, we're hanging out with this man later. I oh, can see that. I can see that's that. That's me? I'm the man? No, no. I'm a guy. I'm still a guy. Ryan, you're 25. 26. Chris, you're 25. 26. You're both 26. Do you guys know some guys? Like you got some, you got some twenty six year old guys, right? That seems like the right age for me. I got a golf guy. You have a golf guy? Good golf guy. Is he good? Yeah, he's pretty good. He shoots uh, mid eighties, okay. low eighties. Okay, is he cool? Is he a good guy? He's cool. He's my best friend. What? Yeah, we're guys. He's What's cool he guy. like? He's a couple guys. He is cooks. He he's my roommate. He cooks. 
Is he uh, tall? No, he's not that tall. Okay, that's okay. But he makes up for it <laughs> in every other way. Is he funny? He's funny. <laughs> I knew he's, he's funny. He's goofy sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like Pete. that. Pete? He's a good guy. That's a guy that's right a guy. there. That's a good guy. That's a good um, guy. Chris, you got any guys for me? I could use some guys. You want You want to take my guys? Well, I don't know. We can we share can them. Share. We can oh. share them. <laughs> <laughs> we can share them. Nothing wrong with that. This is just some guy soup. Yeah. Some yeah, guy time. Guys. Yeah. Chunky guy soup. Looking for more guys, though. Always yeah. You, more uh, guys. Do you need guys? Yeah. No, yeah. you don't need guys. You no, guys I are the guys. right age. You've got plenty of guys. No, no, no. no you, Chris's what? guys are dispersed a bit, I think. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Ah, but I'm I'm trying to make more guys, you know. Yeah, guys are good. Yeah, yeah, you girls need some too. Guys. Yeah, girls are great. Yeah, yeah nothing yeah. against girls, but yeah. you know. Well, the one good thing about needing guys, in a Chris perspective, in my opinion, is that you can sort of like build that out around like work too, yeah. which is actually mm -hmm. super helpful. Mm -hmm. To have guys that don't fit in with your work becomes this like back and forth, and then you see guys who've made their guys adjacent guys. And their whole ecosphere functions towards bettering their career, which I've always been like, I should have done that. But you can't force it. What did you say? Oh, yeah. Me and Ryan will be more guys once Ryan moves a bit closer. You guys going to be more guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. More, more, more guys trying to meet guys yeah. equals many more guys. Oh, yeah. this so many is more so, guys. It's like the butterfly effect. It's the butter, butter guy. guy effect. Yeah. Butter guy? Yeah. <laughs> We need better guys. We need butter guys. More guys. We need more guys. <laughs> I think we need a, a guy revolution. In fact, <laughs> we should choose a date on the calendar and sort of quietly put out the word that it's National Guys Day. It's not a bad idea. And and, and have a day where we can just sort of celebrate and, and not 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 at the expense of anyone else because that's where you get in trouble. But just, you know, come together as guys. And do some guy stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. And dude. guy it up, what? Yeah, you know, guy it up, arm wrestle, <laughs> and uh, show each other tattoos. Yeah, talk Actually, about bench pressing, golf swings. I don't know what it is. I had a real guys' night this weekend. Did yeah, you? yeah. We watched a ranger game, and then we went bowling, and we did a little bit of arm wrestling in the middle. Did Come you really? On. Get out of here! Come on! Get out of here! <laughs> Unbelievable! Oh, Next yeah. time you have a night like that, you gotta let us know. Okay, okay. Don't hold guys. Don't hold other guys back. All right, all right, all right, all right. Come on, all gotta right, be guys. Right. Gotta be gotta, guys. Gotta support guys. All right. Yeah. Guys have supporting you, dudes. Have you ever been to the gutter? In Brooklyn? I've heard of it. Is Maybe. it cool? Yeah, it's like a cool bar, and then you wait for a lane, but then you just get shit faced, and then you bowl. And then I like that. No one actually cares about bowling because you're drunk, and then you don't actually care about it. But when you bowl sober, you're like, "Why can't I do this well? It seems so easy." Yeah, I know. Right. I know. <laughs> do you I actually mean, bowl better, hammered? Yes. Uh, kind of weird, but then you get too drunk, and then it, the first game is good, and the second game you're just like, "Ah." All right, so <laughs> listen, we're gonna we're gonna create a guys' day of sorts, uh, maybe sometime this summer, and we'll figure out what we want to do. But if you're a guy out there and you're interested, uh, consider this an open invitation. But you're gonna you'll probably have to submit something. I would think some kind of like guy resume, uh, just to prove that you are the guy that we think you are. And uh, if you know any good guy things for us to do on National Guy Day. Uh, please send in submissions. We will happily entertain those. And then maybe we'll come up with a, a list and then we can send out our version of National Guy Day. And depending on where you live in the country, you can hold your own National Guy Day. I have some news. 
International Guy Day oh. is November 19th. What the oh, fuck? Nice. Yeah. They already got year. one? Oh, I guess it's Sunday this year, yeah. Apparently yeah, sure enough, we get Sunday. Well, it's not Guy Day. It's Men's Day, but I like Guy Day better. I like Guy Day. We need a Guy Day. So right, there's a Men's a Day. We need day. a Guy Day. Okay. Guy Day Guy Day's different. <laughs> guy Day's different. Guy Day. I feel like Men's Day, they talk about things like, why is, you know, why are, uh, why do men never win suits for, um, you know, custody battles, custody laws are so against us. It's like real male complaints. No, that's yeah, not Guys what, Day isn't about that's that. That's not what Guys Day is about. Guys Day is about like playing capture the flag. Guys Day is about camaraderie. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I had a uh, a guy break up with me recently. Really? It was my girlfriend's best friend's boyfriend. And we went out to dinner. And All every, of you or just you and the The four guy? of us. The four of us. Okay. And I've probably hung out with him like maybe like five or six times now. We always have a good time. He's a good guy. Yeah, it's a guy. And we went out to dinner and we had a great time. Conversation was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then we go out to the parking lot. The girls uh, are hugging goodbye Mm -hmm. and we drove separately. And I'm putting leftover pizza in the back of the car. And he comes up to me and gives me a handshake. He's like, dude, this is the last night we're hanging out. Um, We're we're probably going to split up. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you. Is he and the girl? Yeah. Did she know? She didn't know. I, I, she didn't know. You're telling me he broke up with you before he broke up with her? We had such, he's such a good guy. That, so is, he, a, that is a pretty good guy and move. I, and, and I was like, I was like. We might have to invite this guy to guys day, dude. Yeah, that guy's was, a top of the list. I was like, dude, it's been fun. And then we dabbed each other up. Quick hug. I haven't seen him since. Haven't and heard from him since. did you tell anybody? Uh, no. And then literally on Monday, my girlfriend called me. After I went home, and she's like, "Oh my god!" Like they broke up, and I was like, "And you're like, no way!" You're like what? She was like, Did "I was you like, know he was a good this? guy." Oh my god! And you were man. like, "My guy lips are sealed." I'm like, no, that sucks. So, oh man. Wow. All right. Well, we can we can we can bring him back. We can bring him back. It's not Pete, is it? No, it's not Pete. No. Ah, too bad. Pete's cool. still in the mix. We're Pete. Yeah, we need that guy to the party. That's All right, a we great guy move. That's a great guy move. We wait. What were you saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. We need. I was going to say that. Facts with Ryan. Um, okay, so a couple for Don. It's nine circles of hell nine. under Dante. Okay, so the last one is called Treachery, which is a wasteland for history's greatest traitors. Okay. I won't read into all the others. Nice, that's a great answer. That's solid. Gambling is not a sin, but the Bible warns us not to be greedy or fall for get-rich-quick opportunities. Mm, shit. And then for manual dress. <laughs> how, <do you> know? <laughs> how do you know? You know, yeah, how does the true. Bible know if uh, that timeshare in Aspen was a get rich quick scene? <laughs> I, don't I don't see anything there. Um, and then manual breastfeeding without a mouth. You can do it. <laughs> and it can be done through squeezing gently, keeping your fingers and thumb a few centimeters away from the nipple, just outside the areola. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, don't squeeze the nipple itself as it can make it so as it can make it sore. Yeah, don't make it sore. Mm. Shouldn't hurt. Release mm-hmm. the pressure, uh, then repeat and build a rhythm. Could you not uh, use your mouth and then sort of spit it into a, a beaker of some kind? I'm sure you can. Yeah, but then I guess you're contaminating, you're contaminating it with your mouth. It. Yeah. yeah, I've heard about the swelling becoming so unbearable. It actually seems very satisfying to be able to relieve that. I know. I'm thinking of cows pressure. now. Yeah, because they bleat if you don't oh, do the really? chore of mm, milking them in the morning. Yeah, the cows need to be tended to. 
I had a, a cow milker simulator as a kid that I bought from the fair. One of the um, it's an interesting <laughs> thing for for you to buy as a child. <laughs> one of the <laughs> there was like an Amish stand, and they had these like traditional toys, and it was a gingerbread man. And if you milked him correctly, he would he would ascend. I'm serious. He would ascend to the top if you did it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, uh, like Link climbing uh, Mount Doom, dude. Uh, so that's that. That scene in Shrek where they have the gingerbread man and they're torturing him, <laughs> and they're like, "Who did it?" And he's like, "Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man?" That's very so good. good. Very classic. Awesome. Uh, I'm at Arlington Draft House in the Washington D.C. area. I hope you guys are there. It's, uh, July 22nd, 23rd. Tickets for that. FrancisEllis.com. Love you. Thanks. Come to that. Tampa, 14th and 17th of July. Tickets are going to be up very, very soon um, if they're not already. And Seattle, July 28th, Crocodile. um, And I'll see you soon. Awesome. Fun.